2: We are
0: going to open up the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. We're going fully interactive for the next half hour of the show. The number again, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort Casino, open 24-7-365. Excitement, bet on it. We're going to get to a bunch of texts as well on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you always wanted at Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Open Monday seven. Saturday. The second hour of Oilers now is brought to you by World of Spas. Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. Uh, CBA mandated off day for the Edmonton Oilers today. They'll be back at it tomorrow to close out the regular season. Edmonton on to the playoffs. They'll either be the number one seed in the Western Conference or theoretically, uh, I guess it could be the Two seed in the Pacific Division. seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. It's this simple. Are the Edmonton Oilers for real? The last 39 games, they've got the best points percentage in the NHL. We'll tell you the guests in the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Edmonton's favorite, Teppanyaki Steak Restaurant. Come on in and check out their new location at 3975 Calgary Trail. Don and his staff will take care of you. This text comes in and it says... Bob, love the show. Could we be watching a goalie in Stuart Skinner with a Grant Fear-like approach to playing? Would that be awesome? Well, you know what would be awesome for me is, uh, you know, Grant Fear was a local product. And there would be nothing more befitting. And the guy that would be happiest for Stuart Skinner to have success in Edmonton would be Grant Fear. Because Grant's a good dude. He's just a good, he's, you know... He was just a terrific teammate. Like, when you hear the Hall of Famers, and we've had the privilege of having Wayne Gretzky and Paul Coffey and Kevin Lowell, these guys are NHL Hall of Fame players. Mark Messier, and Glenn Anderson. The reverence in which they talk about what Grant made meant to that team. You don't win without good goaltending. And you know what? Skinner is appearing. I mean, Stuart Skinner has to merit consideration for Rookie of the Year. He's making a late surge. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We dropped the puck. Big Bad Joe is on line two. Hello, Big Bad Joe. How are you? Uh, hello, Bob. Yep. How you doing?
1: Oh, hi. I'm doing fine, Bob. But remember, you know, I called in, in uh, a few weeks ago and where you said uh, the Oilers have a chance to win the next seven. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I said, you know, they're going to win the next seven. And I believe you and, did. You know, they, they, and they're gonna bring the cup home. And I, I'm not cocky or whatever you wanna call it. The way this team is playing, you know what? There is nothing. You know what? Can you say other than saying, you know?
0: So you're, you're, you're a, you're a soccer. Like you're a, you're a soccer fan, and you're Dutch, and we've talked about this before, and Holland had those great teams in 74 and 78 and played in the, the final, and uh, they had another crack at it. when they Didn't they lose to Spain? Was that in uh, the Euro, or was that in the World Cup when they uh, lost to Spain the one time? Uh, I think that was in the World Cup, though. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, where I'm going to go with this is bring it home. That's, that was always the English thing, right? England would always have, hey, we're going to finally we're gonna bring it home. And they never brought it home, right? Even when yeah, even it was at home, they lost Italy in the, uh, in the yeah. European Championship the one yeah. time. So they haven't won yeah, since '60s. It's a different story,
1: Bob, though. You know, the way the team played, and, like I, and I've said that to Reid and Rob, too. You know, we can think can uh, Holland on our knees that he stayed bad, and he made the trade when it was there. I'm like you. I didn't like the shade that Schaefer was being put in the deal.
0: But you know, to win, you have sometimes. You got to give up. You got to give up. eh? They were not doing the deal. Ken Holland said on the show, Big Bad Joe, they were not making the trade unless Reed Schaefer was in that deal. Look, I met the Schaefer family. They're from here. I love what he brings. I, I, I know there's people that don't like big, heavy, tough players. I got news for you. I have time for big, heavy, tough players because the kid has some skill and some ability. Thanks for the call, Big Bad Joe. Yeah, okay, Bob, and uh, enjoy your day. Thank you very much. 780-496-0063. That opens up a phone line. So tell me this. Are the orders for real? Is there a team that you fear in the opening round? And deep down inside, what's got you more excited? The orders second half? watching the Calgary Flames miss the playoffs. You can, you know, let's go to Chris on line number one. Chris, how you doing? Doing well today, Bob. How are you? Good. What do
3: you think? Uh, well, for, for one thing, I do agree. The Oilers are legit. I mean, you know what? The 39 game straights now in their last record since that January loss to LA, it's no longer a small sample size. Like, it's a legit size. It's proven that the team is for real. The additions of, I mean... You can't name another a better acquisition at the trade deadline than the Oilers did from Matthias call. I'm sorry, you can't. You can't do it. Quite frankly, uh, do you agree with that, or, or, uh, am I, or is there, I You know what? I got summer? reminded
0: of something yesterday. The subtlety of how things work. Uh, there's a guy out there named Michael Parkati that does a lot of analytics. Week. Some of you probably follow him on Twitter. He won an Oilers hackathon about 10, 12 years ago, and he talked about the Milan Lucic trade. And the fact that the Oilers divested themselves of Lucic, even though they ate $750,000, because Lucic's contract was basically buyout proof. And so they got out of Lucic, and they took Neil back, and then they ended up buying out Neil, but that enabled them to sign Hyman, whereas the Flames stuck with Lucic. And just the fact that Ken Holland came in and was able to do that at the start and change what was not a very... Pleasant situation for Milan. Milan wasn't happy where he was playing. He was, he was playing. It you know, was getting to the point where he was going. He didn't come to Edmonton to, to play that far down the lineup. So he made a good deal there. The Athletico deal. Ken Holland tell you? They'd like to have back all day, right? But this yeah, trade. No this, but this trade. He waited for the right D. He
3: waited for the right D, and he won the day by waiting for the right day. Right D. Yeah. No. No question. And I did see that thread by the way about the Lucic uh, Neil trade, and you know it's all spot on there too. And uh, I just have one thing I wanted to talk about with regards to the Flames. Yo, I'm on the same boat as you are, Bob. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't make the playoffs. Like I thought they would be finished at least top three in the uh, yeah, me too. division. I was I was wrong on that, and I I'll admit that. But I tell you what, though, I think you know I'll disagree with Spec. The Oilers did mess up the, the Flames, unfortunately. Like you think about it, you lose your two best players in Gaudreau and Chuck, Yeah, you you make a great return for Kachuk in uh, <laughs> yeah, what you're living point. good in the summer. But I tell you what, I think there might be a mistake, and you know this is talking in hindsight, but there could be a case of like you shouldn't have maybe given the long-term deals before they even stepped foot on the ice for you. I know it's in hindsight, but you, know, you think it's about it. It's understandable.
0: They just lost two guys that didn't want to sign there, so they wanted to get the two guys that got in the deal committed and signed there. Yeah, it's no, understandable. I, I get that. Too. I would have done it too if I was Brad. Like I would have got those guys signed. I'm shocked how it hasn't worked. I remember, Guy, I, you know, I, I think I told a story in the area. Bumped into Gee Goodrow in Columbus. Now the Oilers lost that day on the Saturday. They should have won the game. Like they, I think they had 49 shots on Corpus Salo in the game. But he just he said to me, you know, we had the best line in the league. He he was referring to that line of Lindholm, Kachuk, and Goodrow. And he and he said, he said, Bob. They put Connor and Leon together, and Leon was playing on a busted ankle, and they kicked the crap out of us with those two guys on. And in the back of my mind, I'm wondering: Are the you know was Kachuk and Goodrow thinking we're not beating these guys when they put those guys? Because that's something that they could do at any time. You know
3: what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, it's it's valid point. And you know what? It wouldn't shock me in the slightest if that's what they're thinking.
0: All right. Great stuff. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Bob. Uh, we have a full board. And we are going to Brendan I'm, uh, I'm we're gonna go to Elvis. He's been
4: waiting the longest on line four. Elvis you're in the building. What's up? Mr. Stoffer, I just want to say, uh, great job on TV, bud. You're, you're killing it. I, uh, I uh, purposely love to listen in when you're on there, and I really like your points, and I like the way you don't agree with everybody. But let's move on from that. I want to talk really quickly about, uh, I, I'm not fearing anybody, nobody in the, uh, as far as uh, who we meet in the playoffs. But just like uh, L.A. did, a number eight seed could take anybody out. When you're in the playoffs, it's a whole new tournament. How about and I'll how about
0: Columbus? What? How about Columbus beating Tampa Bay when Tampa Bay set the record a couple of years Absolutely. ago? four straight. Right, Kucherov's the MVP yeah. that year. He gets one point in the series. It can happen absolutely,
4: yeah, for sure, so I, you know i I, uh, I don't care who we meet, and I listen to, I listen to the different scenarios on who we could meet or whatever. I'm just so excited for playoff hockey because I've got a lot of Calgary uh, flame fans, and they're feeling the way I did from two thousand and seven till whatever it was two thousand and sixteen, uh, so I know what they're feeling. I'm not going to kick them too hard when they're down. Yeah. I do love it though I'll make that public record. I do love the fact they're not in there uh, but like. In your opinion, Bob, with, with Sutter and Tree Living, what's going to shake looser if you had to make a prediction? What well, would you one think?
0: guy has a contract. The other guy uh, doesn't have a contract. So Sutter's got two years left at $4 million per, and yeah. Tree, Tree Living doesn't have a deal. I mean, yeah, that's, ugh, that's to me, it's pretty obvious what's going to happen. Sutter's yeah. going to be staying, yeah. and Brad Tree Living will get another job with an NHL organization quickly because he's highly thought of around the league. He's so cool. What do you think is going to happen with Huberto? He'll, he'll be better next year. He can't be much worse than he was yeah. this year.
4: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he. If he. I don't. I don't know if he'll hang around that organization. Like that was some pretty daunting words with Sutter's comments. Uh, I just. For, 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 I couldn't believe know? the. The. i mean, the worst. The worst part about being in the states.
0: Is yeah. especially when you're in Denver, they got really conflicted television s- scenarios. I couldn't watch. Yeah. I, I wanted to watch the shootout between the uh, the Flames and Nashville. I couldn't watch it. Oh, and, and, and then I see him use Richie, and I'm like, "Oh my god, you that's
4: crazy!" All right, great. So well, I, I
0: got a full keep... board. I want to get some calls in. Thanks, Elvis. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. You bet. Let's go to Brian on line number three. Hi, Brian. How you doing?
5: I'm doing awesome, Bob. Let me just say, you and the boys doing. Great job during the day, games at night. Been watching every game this year. Been watching. Uh, Winning helps. Next, Winning gosh, helps. Right since '78, I've been there. I've seen some cups here, and nothing's going to stop these guys. Connor, the, the group, the core group, they will not be denied. They, it, will, not,
1: there, they, will, they will not, will not be, denied. be
5: denied. They will not be denied. I called it as uh, soon as uh, when when Coston and uh, Janmark showed up. It gave a little bit of different complexion. These guys gelled. They gave a chance to gel. Hey, hats off to Woodcroft. This man is a genius because he, like you said the other night, he involves everybody. Everybody knows their job, and they're involved in their job. And when a team does that, look out, Boston. We're coming for you.
0: Great stuff. Thanks for the call, 780-496-0063. Is it, Brendan, is it Mayesha? No, we got Misha. Misha. Misha's on the line. From Southern California. Misha, how are you doing?
2: Yes, Bob. Well, I love you so much. So much, so much. And I want to make sure that the point that is put forward is that Skinner is tied with Führer for the number of wins in the rookie year. So I'm hoping Skinner is played tomorrow, and then he has the opportunity to beat the record.
0: I have a feeling, Misha, you're going to be disappointed because I think they're starting Jack Campbell tomorrow.
2: Oh, no. Really?
0: I, oh, I no, could be on. wrong. I could be wrong. But I think you might be seeing Jack get the start tomorrow.
2: Okay, well let me just say that uh, that Skinner then tied Grant Fuhrer, which I think is phenomenal, and I haven't heard it in the um, you know the talking, and so I just want to make sure that everyone is aware of it. And yes, I am one thousand percent sure that we're going to make it all the way. I do have some nervousness around. The uh, Golden Knights, just because of the first game that we had with them recently. So I have some nervousness around that. But it's because of Connor McDavid that I'm now back watching hockey. I was born in Canada. I'm an expat. I've been in the U.S. for a while. And when I tuned into a game and saw Connor McDavid, that's what got me into being an Oilers fan. And uh, also, Michael Jordan, I think it should be stated to the U.S. audience. Connor McDavid is the Michael Jordan of hockey because then people will totally understand what that means. You know, I I mean? think, well, I can
0: tell you just talking. watching, you know, the ESPN and the TNT broadcasts in particular, but mostly ESPN the comment that gets made most often and this is the, is that this is the most dominant player in uh, North American team sports right now. That is oh, sort of the narrative oh. out there that's pushed out there from ESPN that we are hearing on a fairly regular basis. So great stuff. Hey, Misha, thanks for calling the show, okay? Thanks,
2: Bob. Take care. You Bye-bye.
0: bet. It's 119 in Edmonton. We are going to take a break. We'll go back to calls and text 780-496-0063 when we return in orders now. Brandon Escott just uh, passed along a a note to me about a guy that you used to broadcast uh, his games for, signing an NHL deal. Yeah, once upon a time, Michael Benning, uh, used to play for the Sherwood Park Crusaders, just finished up at Denver University and has signed his entry-level contract with the Florida Panthers. There you go. Congratulations to uh, Michael's dad, Brian Benning. Matt Benning, who got a, uh, a long-term deal with the San Jose Sharks at a relatively inexpensive price point. Uh, Matt Benning was plus 32 in four seasons with Edmonton. Uh, he'll be in town tomorrow when the Sharks uh, play the Edmonton Letters. All right. Uh, you know, we talk about Brent Ridge Ford. we will tell you this. It's uh, 124 at Edmonton. We talk about Brent Ridge Ford and their President's Award for Customer Satisfaction, their full transparency, and their customer care after the purchase. But another big factor in their success, like any great franchise is stability. Here are some legacy level stats for you. Service manager Kevin started back in 98. Sales manager Chris, he started in 99. Now, he is a Flames fan. Uncle Milt, he's the rookie. He joined in 2002. I know from personal experience, the whole Brentridge Ford staff is committed to ensuring your customer experience is a positive one. Brentridge Ford is your Ford truck authority on the auto mile in And All right, let's get back to the River Cree Resort Casino. You know. Hotline, and we are going to start with Andy, who's been waiting over 20 minutes on line number two. Hi, Andy. How are you? I'm good, Bob. How are you? Good. Sorry you had to wait so long.
1: That's all right. Hey, I just wanted to mention I'm from Calgary, or I live in Calgary. I'm from Edmonton, but I live here now. I have for 25 years. And I want to say that there's a lot of Oilers fans in Calgary, and there's two good days of the year. One day, the best day is when the Oilers win the Stanley Cup. The second best day is the day that the flames are losers. And so I really want to suggest <laughs> that everybody celebrate, especially when we're in Calgary when uh those in Calgary when the the Flames lose. Well it's like I did.
0: You know what? It's it's funny because I Uh, don't get me, I'm not an ABC guy, I'm not an anybody but Calgary uh, guy, Uh, and I used to think going into the lockout in or 405, it was a battle for Alberta, not the Battle of Alberta, because the teams, you know, I was, I I hated the Flames in the 80s, because I was an Oilers fan in the 80s, and started working in the media, you know, started working in the media, and, you know, on a periphery level, but doing the Golden Bears in like 89-90 with John Sexsmith, and in I get it I get that there's a rivalry there's no comparison in the two markets between the interests of the teams. It's night and day. And it's illustrated, you look at Ryan Rashog's Twitter followers uh, versus yes. the TSM guy, and he's and the, guy, the guy's a young, talented guy there. But Ryan's got a massive following. Mark Spector's in comparison to Eric Francis. You know, Jason exactly. Greggers, or myself, compared to some of the Calgary guys in similar roles, those guys are good at their jobs in Calgary. It's just the Edmonton market's... Way more the order that, that order brand just resonates more. You know what I mean? And it, I think it means more here. But I'm not a guy that wants to do the Calgary sucks thing. Like that's that's not my deal. I'd like. No, to, it's just it's yeah just something
1: that I celebrate every year. And I wanted to talk to about Woodcroft and, yes. and his his uh, benefit to the team, and, and especially in terms of lately and their. Uh, Increased attention to detail on defense. I think he's not getting the credit he deserves for uh, the way he's turned this team around. What do you
0: think? Uh, I think he has the best winning percentage of any coach with more than 100 games coached in the last 48 years in the NHL. I think that number speaks for itself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but is
1: he getting the credit in the media? (laughs)
0: Uh, Oh, I I don't think he... Well... I you know I, mean, I you said last night it, he's a part, the thing it, that he it. the thing that he does so they knew when they got Bukestead that he that Bukestead needed to he's he's a guy that, you know the quickest way to get the most out of Bukestead was to make him feel a part of things so that's what they did yeah. right from the beginning right well that's coaching and so Jay's, in, I I think what Jay does is he's got an inclusive nature that inclu- that's what Derek Ryan talked about when Jay took over from Dave Tippett after you know the Oilers won five straight games when Jay took over, and Derek talked. Uh, Derek's a veteran guy. He said, well, he 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 plays. He includes everybody in the process, and I think yeah. that's how you get the most out of people today. Is you're inclusive by nature. You know what I'm saying? I do. Thanks. Thanks a lot. All right, look, uh, I'm not going to be able to get the last call in. Sorry, Shelby. Uh, I know you waited there a while. Uh, It is 1.28 in Edmonton. David Staples coming up from the Cult of Hockey at 1.35. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update. Randy Kilburn, when we return.